Radio. Well, I mean, here we go. This is uh, <sighs> we're gonna get some hate for this. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I I can see hashtag uh, cancel WWTT. I mean, that's gonna yeah. trend. Huge. Hashtag. Um, yeah. What were we thinking? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's Thomas F. Wilson, and, and it's not his best performance it's like not oh even my in his god top 10 absolutely not oh. and uh i mean wh- i mean that that fucking ending what the hell was that bullshit absolute bullshit i'm Garbage. sorry guys this is gonna be a hot take episode hard yeah well, well you know what just you know put it better let's get at her you know sooner begun sooner done uh just uh hit the theme music man all right That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Welcome, everyone. This is a podcast. It is called What Were They Thinking? Mm-hmm. I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. We talk about bad to questionable questionable movies, and I know you're looking at the title of this episode and thinking, that can't possibly be what you do, but that is what we do, guys. That is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, probably, probably going to get some flack over this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a movie. We're talking about an 80s movie uh, that, you know, got a lot of love. Uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Character actor extraordinaire. Oh well, let's just uh, let's just get into Back to the Future. April Fools! April Fools. Ah, come on, guys! Who do you think we Seriously? are? Seriously, who believes oh. this? Oh my God! Ah. Give your flux capacitor a shake. That just, movie's a goddamn classic. That's right. Now let's talk about <laughs> Back to the Future Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Overly long and no real Crispin Glover. <laughs> oh yeah, fake Crispin. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we're not talking about Back to the Future, but we are talking about a movie that Thomas F. Wilson is in, mm-hmm. and it's called April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Yeah. How apropos. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have a question right away before we even get into this movie. When you say like April Fools, like when you when you prank someone, do you say April Fools or do you say April Fool? Oh, April Fools. Okay, because in in this movie, we'll get into it, but in this movie, they keep saying April Fool, and I'm okay. like, that's not what you say. <laughs> that's yeah, like a, okay. a small thing, but that just that just like popped up to me. I was like, people don't say April Fool. No, they say April Fools because it's April Fool's Day. Uh, if you're saying April Fool, it sounds like you're calling them the <laughs> April Fool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, did did they miss that one tiny bit of research that they should have put an apostrophe S? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so maybe that's how affluent whites in the in the middle of the '80s said it. <laughs> well, this is a very white movie that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> yes, it is. Lily, Lily White um, horror comedy from 1986, uh, April Fool's Day, starring I mean, not starring, but he's in it. Thomas F. Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Ken Olant, which the name looked familiar. I think he's like in Leprechaun or something. Okay. And um, Amy Steele, who I had a huge crush on back in the day because she was the lead in Friday the 13th Part 2. 
Okay. Yeah. So I remember her being one of my favorite uh, final girls from that from that franchise. Man, Biff was the only one who I knew <laughs> that I could think of that I knew in this movie. Not a single person made me go. Oh, what have I seen them in before? <laughs> I think maybe she stands out a bit more too because um, she does fight Jason pre-hockey mask, so he's got like that pillowcase over his head the whole. Oh, movie. the yeah, the burlap sack. Yeah, and he's like super yeah. stumbly. It's like a fucking Marx Brothers movie where he's running yeah. around. Oh man, so April Fool's Day. Um, break down this movie real quick. This is a movie. This is a um, a slasher, I guess. It is a slasher, uh, horror slasher comedy about a group group of um, teens, quote unquote, <laughs> college students. They're college students. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'll buy that before I buy that they're teenagers. Um, hmm. But they're all going to their friend Muffy's house, uh, which we learned through one of the lines <laughs> in the movie. I can't believe her real name is Muffy. It's not short for anything. Um, and that's the thing. You just starting with that right away lets you know this is going to be the one of the whitest movies you've ever seen <laughs> without it being like a Jane Austen adaptation. <laughs> yeah, this is basically Sense and Sensibility of Horror. Um, <laughs> so they're going to their friend Muffy's for a big get-together, and uh-oh, stuff starts happening. People uh, start getting pranked because April Fool's Day. and then I didn't uh, like how they opened it with the the whole video camera thing like they were filming like a, a bios or something like that the, the, my first note was oh so we're gonna watch a legitimate snuff film <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end everybody just shows up and and takes a bow and they're like april fool yeah <laughs> but yeah so they go they go they go to their uh friend muffy's and you know some a bunch of april fool's day gags but then suddenly shit starts turning real People start dropping like flies. Hilarity ensues, as mm-hmm. you like to say. Yep. That's pretty much, I mean, that's a pretty basic plot. There's not a lot to break down there. Uh, but let's get into the nitty gritty. Um, like you said, this movie does start with some snuff film footage, it seems like. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I got to tell you right now, I could, I have notes so whenever I heard a name of a character because I had a lot of time, I had a real hard time keeping Ooh. that together. <laughs> I I yeah I did the same thing. Okay. Honest to goodness, and I'm probably not gonna remember everybody's name or I'd have dri- uh, written down everybody's name. I remember, I remember Muffy. Yeah. Uh, I remember Skip. Yes. Uh, Art. Art is uh, well, we can just call him Biff. Yeah. Um. I know Kit is the is the fi- uh, final girl. That's yeah. That's Amy Steele, and she's with Rob. Yep. And, and then Nan, Nan is the proper one, prim and proper yeah. girl. Yeah, and then there's, is it Chaz? Or Chaz, Chaz is like the creepy, like entourage, like level filmmaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like Billy. And what's that guy from Entourage? Like Billy or whatever. I don't know. I didn't watch Entourage. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. No, you're not. Um, yeah, and then there's, I think there's a there's Buck. Is there a buck? Yeah, he's the one. That was that, one of the. He was like the ferryman, wasn't he? He's the first like victim. Oh, the guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, which I noted, his name should have been Buckeye. Eh? Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're making a video at the beginning, and and right away it's an April Fool's Day joke because I think oh 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 and Nikki Nikki is the let's just see how we can put this in today's terms <laughs> sexually adventurous one. Yes. Yes. 
Every horror movie had one, and this one is no exception. But I think she's the one making the video at the beginning, pretending to be like, oh, I want to go to convent school. And, oh, oh, oh yeah, also, I fuck on the first date. April Fool. <laughs> Hi. Uh, my name is Mary O'Reilly O'Toole O'Shea. And, Don't be uh, nervous. Don't be nervous. Somewhere out there is the island my friend Muffy on. It's spring break, and... She's invited us over there for the weekend, and uh-huh. we're waiting for the ferry now to take us there, and, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Well, why don't you tell us something, hey, about yourself? Oh, all right, something about myself. Yeah. Um, I want to work with handicapped children, and my parents are my best friends. Oh, and I, I start convent school next semester. And I fuck on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> April Fool's. Whoa, Nikki, baby, you're outrageous. Huh? Now get out of here, you knucklehead. Um, I gotta say, too, as far as these, like, 80 slashers go... 95% of the time I want every one of these characters to die like I'm just like all right start killing them I don't I don't like any of them <laughs> In this one there's yeah. a few that I'm okay with like there's a few that are that are um uh fun I find uh as as the genre progressed over years uh my quickness to wanting the people to die uh really really accelerated uh if i watched like nightmare on elm street or you know the original halloween and stuff like that though the characters i i would get i could get invested in and i wanted to see but i mean when we get into things like that the nightmare on elm street remake Duh. oh my god i just i was rooting for freddy so hard even after the twist i was like you know what they still deserve to die <laughs> oh, man. we do need to talk about that movie one day yeah that is yeah a... no 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 april fooling on that <laughs> no that is a turd sandwich mm. um yeah so we're we're meeting we're meeting everyone basically here at this point we're we're checking out their personalities what they're all about um i do think biff is a lot of fun in this movie uh thomas f wilson almost forgot his real name <laughs> he has this bit that he does with um with Chaz, like the creepy filmmaker dude who's always carrying mm-hmm. a camera, where they're they're very like um, uh, pretending to be gay a lot. And at, at one point, I just wrote, <laughs> "All right, you guys are in a relationship at some point here." <laughs> I actually, I, I noted at one point, I was like, "Oh, please let this be like some groundbreaking movie that n- people just haven't talked about for some reason." <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping, because at one point they're joking with each other about like, "Ooh, I'm gonna ravage you," and I'm like, "There's no one else in this room." Uh, no, and they're cuddling in the bed and stuff too. And it's like, there's there's more than there meets the eye here for these Transformers. So whoa, wait a second, what cut did you watch? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're they're hanging out, um, they're doing their video message, and then everybody's showing up. Um, we cut to uh, Muffy getting her party ready at her big mm-hmm. uh, big. I mean, not mansion, but it's like a big, like, country estate type thing. It is, yeah. 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 And she's, like, she's got, like, mannequins and stuff in the basement. 
Um, and she's got her housekeeper that's like, do you need any help, dearie? I don't know why she's Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire, but she's like... <laughs> <laughs> but Muffy's like, no, no, I have to prove to, to my father that I can I gotta do this on my own. And so, you know, nothing, nothing suspicious yet. Um, no. But she does say it's going to be, quote, bloody unforgettable. <laughs> and then we get like a weird flashback to like a birthday party when she was a child yeah she's received like a jack-in-the-box mm. pretty cool jack in that box because it wasn't your traditional uh uh you know harlequin clown looking it's it looked like a uh you know a xenomorph yeah it was it was terrifying yeah. actually um mariah was sitting with me she wasn't really watching the movie but when that thing popped up she jumped <laughs> <laughs> And I knew it was coming. That made it even better. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't really understand the birthday party stuff, like the flashback thing. Is that just to tell us like, th- that they've been friends for a while? Or okay, maybe. But I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna spoil uh, the twist until we get to it because I do think it's really fun. Um, but it does. It had a th- the, the that slasher the the way they 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 uh muffy out in, into this uh the way her character kind of develops um it's it's almost like you want to get a, a glimpse of that previous trauma that may have caused the cheese to slip off the cracker you know right. uh, i mean if anybody has seen uh sleepaway camp right <laughs> yes you know so you're yeah. constantly seeing flashbacks to when quote unquote angela was uh, a kid so you get under understand you know where all the trauma and why you know she went a little nuts uh so i think that's what the, the that's the um the the mechanic that they're trying to use here uh just to kind of get us fully invested into you know what's going to happen in this movie yeah hmm. yeah that that makes sense yeah um, so they're all getting together. They're they're getting ready to go off on a boat to get to the island. And where there is place no twelve thirty sailing. What kind of backwoods town is this? No twelve thirty sailing. <laughs> and not only that, but is that guy that's like, I'm not waiting. I'm not going back after that. He's like a he's this like my a, last run on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like an old fisherman stereotype. Which I love. Yeah, I like he's almost he's almost the ship captain from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but people are showing up late. Oh, I forgot about another character. There's so many in this movie, but there's another character named Hal. Hal or Harv, because they keep calling Harv. He's like, it's Hal. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a bit of a skeeve. Um, actually, a lot of them are kind of skeeves. <laughs> he, uh, he actually put me in mind of a, a southern version of Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> okay. Very, like, very Reagan-era young Republican. Yes. Yes, and actually Thomas F. Wilson, why did I say his full name? Uh, he makes a comment later about, like, why should I care about who, where I work when uh, we had a crazy guy who could drop a nuke at any time or set off bombs, and I'm like, oh, he's the anti-Reagan guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he was just talking about the Cold War in general at that point. Yeah, but he, he makes, it was heightened he, on all sides. Yeah, he he does make some, like, quick reference to our own guy or something like that, though, that yeah. I noted. I was like, oh, okay, taking taking shots. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're all in the boat dock getting ready to take off. Chaz, Chaz, the creepy filmmaker, at one point says, like, <laughs> you have great legs to someone. 
Yeah, that's um, not even the creepiest thing he does on this boat ride over. At one point, uh, there's a Nan is. I think it's is it Nan or is it the uh, Nan is like the proper prim and proper one. So she's reading a she's reading a book, and uh, he asks her what your uh, what he, what she's reading. Fuck, and uh, she she tells him what it is. I can't remember what the book was because uh, she asks him what he's reading, and he says, "Oh, Treasure Island." And he's actually like re- he's reading like a smut mag, yeah. Uh, and shows her like a a full on uh, picture from it uh, with a. I'm assuming obviously for the so they could just sustain the R rating, where the private parts are are blacked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can clearly see that he is reading pornography. And yeah, and yeah, that's that that is probably a lot weirder that he does that. He also has a <laughs> reoccurring joke um, that he does that's so hilarious that he keeps like telling people their flies down. Um, oh, that's his April Fool joke. Yeah, but then one of them, one of them, this guy, I think it's Rob, whose fly actually is down, and when he pulls it up, the zipper sound effect is so loud. <laughs> I noted that, I was like, it is like dominant on the audio track. Uh, Rob, your fly <laughs> is open. Okay, don't believe me. Oh, nice. Oh, we, uh, th- we also meet Skip, because I mean we are meeting everybody here, yeah. uh, but Skip is uh, Muffy's cousin, and he hits it off uh, quite well uh, with Art, aka Biff, mm-hmm. aka Thomas F. Wilson, and they play this game called Stretch. I'd never heard of this thing with a knife, right? but it involves yeah, yeah, it involves a switchblade, them throwing the the switchblade, and they have to to stretch to to reach it, it or to to pick it up out of the. I've never heard of it. I've never seen it anywhere before. This is the only time I've ever ever encountered this thing. I mean, this is why we have safety protocols, <laughs> right? There were, there were very dangerous games when when we were all children. Well, I mean, it's it you know it's just Darwinian, uh, really. I I miss lawn darts so bad. <laughs> loved loved jarts; they were so fun. And this is one of the first uh, major uh, moments because Biff uh, is doesn't want to play anymore, and he throws it, and Skip uh, seemingly gets stabbed in the gut by this knife and falls into the water. Oh my God. But then it turns out Aberfool, we were working together. That's hilarious, isn't it? Oh. I mean, stabbed and nearly drowned. What a <laughs> What a rambunctious bunch of pranksters. I, by the way, editorial right now, I full-on hate April Fool's Day. <laughs> like, because I, I don't mind, like, a harmless prank. But, like, when people do that shit, like, um, I won't say their name, but a mutual friend of ours did a thing where he said, like, his dog died in a video or something. And I was like, that's not cool. That's, that's, <laughs> I think- that's pretty horrible. The I think the the most memorable one I have in in the past few years uh, was a couple of years ago and it just it happened absolutely organically. Uh, it was a couple of winters ago and we had that really hard winter where we didn't have hardly any winter until like the last four weeks of it when we got all of winter. And uh, so we had gotten through that and it was like so it was April first and uh, so we're about you know eight days past when it's actually spring and stuff like that. And uh, I was downstairs getting the kids ready for school and stuff like that, talking to, to Patty and things. And uh, she's like this. And I'm so glad that this, this snow is gone. The kids have been off school, like off and on. They, they pretty much well got like two March breaks because of it. And I was like, I know. And we're supposed to get another 15 centimeters this Friday. And she was like, 
fuck? She just started losing her mind because we were going to get more snow. And I just kind of let her burn out a bit and just be super angry. And I was like, no, what date's today? And she's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) See, those are fine. That's fun. It's when people take it and they make it so mean. Pregnancy and death are not things that you should use for April Fool's. Just putting that out there. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, and then another big thing here is that when they finally get to the the island and they're about to dock, uh, Buck gets out and tries to, like, pull the rope over the dock and he gets, like, crushed. (laughs) And he comes out and his fucking eye is, like, hanging out. And he gets quickly, quickly um, gets on a uh, speedboat and takes off so they can take him to the hospital. Uh, and yes, with Sheriff Thomas Hayden Church, Church Senior. <laughs> oh, that's true. He looked he looked a lot like Thomas Hayden Church. I love the idea too that because it's his father, he has the same middle name. <laughs> 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 they get over it so quickly. Yeah, they do. They they kind of disen they get off the they get off the ferry. They're they're disembarking, and he says one of the most offensive things uh, to them says you people stay right here and i was like you people where the oh right everybody's white never mind everybody's white as super super white yep (laughs) yeah uh but yeah so they they i mean yeah he got his eye ripped out and pitter patter let's get at her um they (laughs) they get into (laughs) carry on with our weekend (laughs) oh i forgot to mention too they make a a a reference a muff dive reference which i was like oh that only took seven minutes i was waiting for that I'm surprised um, there wasn't more of them, given her name, right? Just from Hal, which, again, adds to he's a real skis. Um, <laughs> but they get to Muffy's place, and uh, they're they're walking around, and, they're, and they, and they a, see the... Apparently, on a clear day, you can see the Kennedys. Were there, was there a picture of the Kennedys? No, there's. She actually says that because oh. they're they're talking about the view and how like you know you know beautiful it is, and and she actually says at one point on a clear day you can see the Kennedys. It's an odd thing to say. It's a very rich white thing to say. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and they're um they're walking around, and why do I have this next about beans and wieners maybe? Yeah, what is that? She serves them beans and wieners. Rich people, rich people's delight. It's it's funny because uh, I I think the the whole thing again is to show that Muffy uh, is kind of losing it, uh, and that maybe she's trying to put out this they're they're trying to put this idea to, to the audience that maybe her family's not in the best shape possible because when they get into like the the dinner area, there's like uh, disposable cups and plastic f- sporks, yeah. and uh, they're gonna have beans and wieners for for supper. Um, and, and they don't have any kitchen help or anything that's going to put this together for them. Uh, Muffy and, uh, I think it's what Nan and Nikki. Yeah. Is it? They go in, they're the ones that are going to prepare the, the beans and wieners. Yeah. And I think, I think, oh no, sorry. No, no, it's not Nan. It's, uh, Muffy and Nikki and Kit because they're talking about like sex shit and Nan is definitely not there. Right. Okay. Cause she's uh, like, so which, which one of these positions would you like to, tr- would you like to try? And she's like, Hmm, anal entry. <laughs> Because everyone's <laughs> there was, super horny in this movie too. Oh well, I mean, it's except a, for Nan, you know, it's a hor- it's a nineties horror, eighties uh, horror movie yeah. rather. Um, there was that. There was also the joke up there about like their first uh, sexual encounter. Mm. Um, and I just noted the A and B for most folks. Uh, you know, the 
it's somewhat uh, disappointing, but I really cared for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because they're, do- they're doing, like, Cosmopolitan tests, right? Like, yeah. Co- Cosmo magazine, basically. Um, yeah. But after that, they do sit down to dinner, and, oh, boy, we got lots of April Fool's Day pranks here. They sit down. There's whoopee cushions. Biff nearly falls over because his chair has, like, rubber legs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I- there's other stuff going on, but I just want to talk about the other prank. Uh, of course, Missy makes it... T- uh, Missy Muffy makes a toast and uh, their glasses that like spill when you try to drink out of them. Oh, they have the dri- dribble glasses. Dribble glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get this, this through line that doesn't really amount to much, but Rob, who's like Kit's uh, boyfriend says, Oh yeah. Suddenly it turns into a, a goddamn Tennessee Williams play. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's talking about like, Oh Rob, tell everyone about how you're going to medical school. And he's like, no, my counselor told me, my counselor told me I should never, I shouldn't go. I'm, I'm not worth anything. <laughs> That's and, later, actually. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and then he, and it's like there's there's drama from that, and I, and I'm just like, okay, how's that going to pay off? It doesn't really. No, but I mean, well, I mean, it it doesn't it it doesn't. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, there's uh, while the meal is being prepared, uh, the others are walking around too. We see that Hal swipes a bunch of cigars. Yeah. Which comes back to to, to bite him. Um, he's also practicing. Uh, like I think at one point he's off on his own practicing how he's going to pick up Muffy. He's like, "Hey, uh, our families are friends. Uh, you know, uh, maybe we can get together." And I'm like, "You better be the first to die." <laughs> <laughs> so because there's that, and then that because everybody's kind of scoping out their own rooms and stuff too while all this is going on. And this is that's where, I think this is where the scene where. Uh, Art and uh, Chaz are canoodling. Yeah, uh, with nobody else in the room. Nobody else. So in the, the joke room. is for nobody. <laughs> it's for nobody. Which... And you know what? Hey, as we always say, Nathan, live your best life. Oh right, but, but it mean... was 1985. You couldn't. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> pretend. Don't pretend. Don't no. hide it with jokes. If you want it, go for it, guys. <laughs> he says, "Let's play hide the sausage." Is the line yes. in that scene? Yeah. Um. Uh, there's also, and, and this then is... there's. That's where I got the Tennessee Williams play thing because we do get a, a like a pre scene before the the dinner where uh, Rob and and Nikki are like out on the balcony oh, you... and, and they're talking about his dad and stuff like that and not living up to expectations. It's like, what the what the fuck movie? <laughs> what are you doing? Again, I don't like really need that part. Like that was a weird, seemingly it was a hard tone shift. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was a little strange. Um, and then we get like a whole me- cause everybody goes into the rooms and everybody's finding all these April fool's day pranks. I want to go through just a list because some of them I was like <laughs> slightly more harsh than some of the other ones. Cause it, mm-hmm. in one of them, there's like, he finds like these newspaper articles. I think it's Hal who finds these newspaper articles about like a car crash and like people dying. Yeah. Uh, Biff goes in and finds like, <laughs> finds like a, a cr- like a crack, like a spoon and like a heroin uh, paraphernalia. Yeah, and I'm which like, never pays out. Yeah, and like, I'm just like, what the fuck, April Fool's Day? Like that's fucked up. I just want you to think I have a drug problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's like a Kit might might have found the most harmless one. It's like a painting. They think there's like eyes moving behind it. But I like loved that. Kitty cat that was clock. that Scooby painting. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think Nikki pulls open the drawer and finds like a like a dog collar, um, you know, some yep. bondage stuff. Yep. Um, there's a sink that sprays upwards. 
Uh, yes. Nan finds an odd one. She she hears a baby crying, and it's like a tape of a baby crying. Which, by the way, that comes back into play a little later. And it's another yeah. weird, like it's another thing where I'm like, I don't know if I need, <laughs> needed that detail. It's like, no, it's it's a complete um, tone shift too. So you know, our our swarm of wasps are are exploring their uh, their <laughs> nest, their their, their nest. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it, finding all these, uh, these, these really, I don't know, just messed up things. Oh, and the which, lamps, the domino lamps. Oh, yeah. I kind of like that. That was a funny bit. Yeah. Turning on the lamp. Like that was turning off, set up to be a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turning off the <laughs> lamp. It turns on the next one, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. unplug it, dude. <laughs> well, that's eventually, he, he just unscrews the, the light bulb in it. <laughs> but he walks around like an idiot for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, Biff, uh, he tries to hit on Muffy and strikes out. I think that was the thing that you had talked about, about their families being friends and maybe they could. And she was like, well, well, that was, that was Hal earlier trying to practice. Oh, it was Hal. Was okay. Hit on everybody wants to fuck everybody in this movie. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Because it was the eighties and they were, you know, you know, 20 we're all going to live forever. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So Biff is straight up denied by Muffy. He does like uh, walk into another room and Chaz and Nikki are, I don't know what position that Contortionist is. Contortionist sex. Yeah. Man. Holy. That is, that is like a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle of fucking. <laughs> Cause when I saw it at first, I was like, are they having sex? <laughs> It's like the way the placement of their legs and everything and 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 the demeanor on both of their faces is not one of pleasure. No. It just looks like they're like doing their dishes. <laughs> it's like, uh, getting her done, getting her done, getting her done. Well, got to make this baby trickle down. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're doing the Kama Sutra but like they're not psyched about it. <laughs> It's like an academic exercise in sex. It's <laughs> like their homework assignment. Are you are you taking notes? Because I I think this is going to be on the test. <laughs> okay, A insert slot A into tab B. Boo! <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're like they're they're basically doing their taxes and having sex. Um, that skip guy uh, is outside, and he's like he like picks out some flowers or something. And he like he huffs on him super hard. I'm like, is that supposed to be weed? Like, I don't get that. I don't even know what he's doing, but he hears a noise and then he goes off into like a shed. He's looking around. He sees something. Cut away. Clearly, you know, we've watched enough horror movies to know something bad happened to him. Yeah. Um But yeah, we cut away for that. Uh then the next day, Hal is working out with like one of those like uh I don't even know, like a workout bar, like the bendy one. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, that's it. Okay. It's a workout bar. It's the one you just you bend. It's uh, you know, it provides resistance so you can, you know, work your, you know, your biceps and, and stuff like that. And while he's doing this nan, I believe is looking out the window in the most like <laughs> Okay, no, she's not looking out the window. She greets the fucking morning <laughs> with her shirt unbuttoned, stretching out wide and is appalled that someone would see her doing that <laughs> yeah what the hell do you think was gonna happen I, mean, I get it if she did that and hal was like being a real creep like leering and making like faces and stuff but he just kind of catches her in the corner of his eye yeah yeah and it doesn't he kind of like just he waves to her yeah too. and she's like oh huh! and like closes the window and <laughs> it's weird that nan would do this 
It is a little again, odd. She's the like you know quote unquote pent up one. But he does I, get I, a, his, we come to find out later that she's not as repressed as she right as she lets his on. exercise yeah. bar does uh, get a boner too. <laughs> that, that was the that was the good visual there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wrote down Muffy looking roughy. Oh, because yeah, she like they go in. Uh, they go into the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she's there. Uh, and it looks like she's making uh, like a breakfast or something like that, and uh, she's all disheveled. Yeah. You know, she just got out of bed. Her hair is a mess and things like that, um, which uh, kind of plays into like the the first the first twist, which we'll get to when we get right. to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and she yeah she's being very odd. Um, Rob has another existential crisis about his future, which he's confiding mm-hmm. in Kit for a while. Um, so she's like, you know what? You're going to be great. Let's go have sex in that shed that somebody definitely didn't die in earlier in the movie. While Chaz and, and Biff, uh, play football in the back. And I mean, and they go find their own shed, I'm sure. Um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rob and Kit are in the shed. They're getting down. They're getting down to pound town. They're about to. On slat board flooring. Oh, yeah. Like that. It looks like it would be some really uncomfortable. Scrubbing. They're in a country estate. Find a bed. Yeah. Yeah. That you don't need to, you don't need to sneak off like a hired hand. <laughs> this is not like Camp Crystal Lake. You don't have to go somewhere where kids don't watch. There are no kids. Just go and find a bedroom and fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. Chaz knows where it's at. Um, but yeah, so they go, they're going off. They're about to go. They're about to get it done. And then, oh, oh, uh oh, we see Skip's corpse in the water pass underneath the, um, underneath the shed. And naturally they are a little freaked out. Yeah. (laughs) But not as freaked out. And everyone else is not as freaked out as they should be, though. (laughs) I will say that. There's, I think this cast will probably go as a whole into the non-plus reaction category for the Manos yeah. handouts later this year. Uh. For sure. Most of them. I, I would say, like, obviously Kit and um, Rob are freaked mm. out. Um, but everybody else is just kind of like, oh, okay, let's go see who <laughs> killed them. I do have a, a note here, that I, because we had said that the the way uh, Muffy was behaving, I was like, I, I put my first note. Is she, like, a reverse sundowner? Because... When you first meet her, it's in the evening, and she is hip and happening and got it together. We find out her last name is St. John, by the way, which every time they were taking a dig at her, I personally felt attacked. You should. Uh, right? Because that's where I'm from. I mean, the movie and was filmed in Canada, so it's clearly a direct reference. Really? Because it said Maine on all the plates. Weird. <laughs> it was totally filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, of course, during the uh, during the day, she's you know a little little off. Um, and this is where I think Nan uh, confronts her about the the baby tape too, doesn't she? Yeah, because well, we learn later. I mean, we might as well just explain it now. But we learned that Nan had a, an abortion in her past, mm-hmm. and she thought yeah. that the baby tape was like a direct reference of that and she's like that's incredibly cruel which if that's the case that would be an incredibly cruel april fool's day prank well i mean that's i mean it it i don't know it, it, i think it kind of is from what we find out later but we'll yeah we'll get that that we get that because you know uh what what's going on right now though is we're trying to find out uh what may have happened to skip because the you know uh rob and nikki uh saw him rob and kit but they're I Sorry, see. Robin I knew, it's Kit. okay. I knew this was going to happen. They, they, their <laughs> names are all over the place. <laughs> They're all white. Okay, guys, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. 
so you see, they said they saw him in a boat under the under the house under the boathouse. He looked dead, but they weren't sure. So they're actually off in the woods looking for them, and someone has set a biff trap. Yeah, he gets he <laughs> he almost well he almost gets bitten uh, by a snake. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he does get uh, he he does step into one of those like, like trap <laughs> snare and <laughs> like yeah, it's like the rundown the or something. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, as he's like hanging by his foot upside down, we do see a figure approach, kick the snake out of the way, and then oh, cut away. So at this point, they're finally like, you know what? Maybe we should call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but first, let's get a let's get some water. Ah, uh, the water's not working. Oh yeah, it's like, oh, and, and Muffy. Okay, I know at this point we like we, as the audience we don't know what's going on, but they're they're really leaning into this like Muffy being suspicious thing because she's like, oh, um, you can go to the well and check it. Oh, I hope they're okay. Well, she sa- she says that the main is probably detached or come on it happens and you have to yeah. go to the well to to fix it. I'm not worried about those two. Skip and Art, they're probably playing some kind of stupid trick. So Hal and Nikki both go, yeah. and of course Hal uh, is a skeeve, but he's also kind of a derp. Um, loses the bucket down the well, um, and then uh, you know, being the uh, the, you know, the big, strong, young Republican that he is, sends Nikki down the well to fetch it. That's the that's the motto. Yeah. If you can't do it, get someone else to do it. Yeah. So she fa- the- and she falls down because one of the rungs, uh, uh, fucking breaks off in the in the on the on the well wall because the the well yeah. has like a access rungs like a ladder so you could go down and and reattach the the main like you know uh, M- Muffy had said. Uh. And when she falls in, um, she finds Biff's head, I believe. Yeah, she fa- well, she finds, she finds Biff's head, and and, and Skip. skips, and, and Nan. Nan's body, which we did not see. No. Nope. Okay, good, good. I'm glad I didn't miss something. No, I mi- I did because I went back. I thought I missed a cut or something like that. Yeah, no, I went back and I was like, when's the last time we saw Nan in the movie? And I think it was just her um, getting mad about the baby audio tape, and then we didn't see yeah. her after that until she showed up dead. And I was like, it's weird that we never saw that. Yeah, but I mean, it it kind of makes sense makes sense later. Yeah, when it does. Uh, then because all of this has happened, they must call the constable. Well, and there is actually a, there is actually a funny moment just before that too, where they they um, Hal and Nikki do get out of the well. Like he does get her out of there, and Nikki is obviously shaken because she's just seen two decapitated heads and a third like and a dead body. And uh, Muffy comes over and she's like, "Have some water." And she's like, "From the well? <laughs> like, are you insane? <laughs> you know where I just was?" She's like, "No, no, it's like a Perrier." Perrier, yeah. It's like, well, you know what? After I've just been in that dead body well, you better bring the Perrier bottle and let me see you pour that because I, I would not be so trust trusting at that point. Right. I I didn't see any sparkling in that water. I'm just no. gonna put that out there. So if her saying that is Perrier, I don't buy it. Have some corpse water. <laughs> But yeah, they do call the full of antioxidants. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there an eyeball in here? <laughs> oh, you know, garnish. <laughs> they do, yeah, they do call the constable at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Because don't they think at the uh, also at this point they're like they they're thinking that that dude whose eye popped out earlier in the movie could have come back and like is like getting sought revenge yeah, yeah. like bloody revenge on them mm. and the constable is like well that's not possible because I'm currently at the hospital visiting him and he's been here the whole time what yeah um <laughs> I wrote down at this point that Muffy is the best like obviously a perfect uh, a perp character <laughs> yeah like her sketchiness is it really starts amping up here yeah, yeah. um so and then this is where we this is this where we find out that the some of the pranks have some malice to them is it because this is yes because the the someone overheard the argument with muffy and nan about oh, the yeah. uh, about the abortion tape and then there was the I found this, which is like S and M gear. Yeah. Um, again, we I really wish that they had done, gone a full um, exposure on what all of the the, the pranks were supposed to mean, because I really wanted to find out about uh, Biff's severe heroin addiction, right? Or maybe he like lost someone to heroin addiction, like. And if so, again, that is a horribly cruel prank, right? Um. In this point, they're kind of like walking around the house, like looking for stuff. And I think this is where Kit finds a picture of Muffy as a kid with like a like a girl that lo- or someone that looks exactly like her, like a twin. Yes. Um, and that's when Muffy interrupts and says, "I hope we can reach the constable. Uh, everything should be fine, though, right?" Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, Chaz and Nikki. Uh, they are not uh, so soon for this world because they're uh, he's often uh, they're off in their room and he's trying to cheer her up or trying to her not nikki it's which god damn it <laughs> no it's Chaz and nikki which it is Chaz and nikki which okay. i get i get that he's trying to cheer her up but i'm like you need to like read the read the emotion in the room because she's just been around three dead people um confirmed there are people that have been killed um i don't think it's time to like put on bondage gear and be like hur, 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 look at me yeah there's different, so there's she, different kinds of cheering up in this situation is what I'm saying. And rightfully, she's not having any no. of it. She gets up and leaves. He leaves the bag on his head or the, the domination face mask on his head and just kind of like lays back and bemoans the fact that she doesn't want to screw. Um, and then, of course, when she comes back to the room, the door, which she left when she left, was open, is now closed. Mm-mm. Yeah, so she goes in. She's trying to to get him off the bed and stuff like that, and uh, and uh, she's getting mad at him because she thinks it's it's his way of trying to I don't know uh, coax her into seeing his wang because he's got his hands over his over his junk, and then uh, she 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 hits him and the the hands fall away and we find out he's been bobatized. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is the perfect uh, perfect uh, result for that character, by the way. Yeah, for him, yeah. for that character to have his dick cut off after we saw that ca- yeah. Kama Sutra boredom earlier. Yeah, and then she starts. So she so obviously she's freaking out because you know um, uh, he's dead. Uh, she Hal, who was I don't know heading towards their direction, hears the screaming and stuff like that. We cut away. We don't see him again until we find out he pulled a full on Hutchison. Um, or Carradine, I mean, depending on your oh. pop culture reference that you want to make. Oh, now I know. Now, okay, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and Nikki, um, Nikki um, uh, got killed off screen. 
as well. Yeah. And uh, and then, of course, this is where we they we find out about the twins. Yes. We find out that Muffy has a twin. Um, but uh, before that, they uh, Rob and Kit, because they're the little uh, little detectives here. Um, they're they're walking mm-hmm. around and they find figurines of everyone up in like the I think it was up in the attic or something. Yeah, and, and, it, and some of the figurines are like recreations of what happened earlier. Yep, like the well and everything. Yep, yeah, and uh, they get the uh, it's I don't know what like a it's a note or something where they find out that uh, they're they're ta- it's talking about how. Uh, Buffy, which would be what's supposed to be her twin, yeah, was mentally unstable and uh, <laughs> shouldn't be released from the the psychiatric ward or something like that. And then you're like, oh, it's not. It might it might not really be Muffy. It's it's got to be Buffy. And then then right. we see the the painting again. And when they pull the painting away, it's supposed the dead body of Muffy. Of Muffy. Yeah. yeah, her decapitated head. They also find that note in like uh, the the bottom of a boat. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're, was... they're out looking for the for the constable because they think he's going to arrive any minute. And I think they find his boat, right? And then that's where they find it, like inside yes. his boat. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just like a warning, like you know, person is dangerous. Approach with caution. Uh, mm-hmm. Escape from the psychiatric ward, etc. Yeah. Um, which I I just laughed because it was just like, hey, there's this note here. <laughs> <laughs> it's in like perfect condition and it makes uh, it, you know it, it makes sense for of course what's coming up in a minute here but yeah, uh for sure so rob and kit they're on the run uh they and uh they say that they have to go back to the they have to go back to the uh, manor or the estate or whatever to get the keys for oh. the uh for the boat because that's you know that's where the they are and, sh- and they don't don't want to do it because uh, uh muffy told them that the the spare keys were in the kitchen Mm-hmm. you know oh i la- I also laughed at the line where they said um because it said she'd been in an institution for three years mm-hmm. and they said wait a second muffy wasn't at an institution for three years she told us she was at vassar and i said vassar is an institution zing oh good one that's Thanks. very very mst of you <laughs> uh so so yeah uh they're doing this, and of course, this is where everything is like super heightened because um, the the uh, the reveal is supposed to have happened, and of course, you know, uh, Buffy is is trying to kill, uh, you know, Rob and Kit, uh, and uh, Rob gets stuck in a pantry or something like that. How did that happen? They get separated. I know that, and, and he uh, goes into a room. Oh, because there's like a there's like a there's like a foot lock on the outside. Okay. To keep the door from popping back open, like, uh, because it's a pantry, right? But I still don't know how that door closed. I'm I'm guessing it was supposed to be Buffy that closed it behind because she's supposed to be hunting them. But she's not anywhere close to the door It's when again, that happens. It's, it's weird. Like, Rob just, like, ducks in there, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you cut away, and he's like, get me out of here! And he's, like, banging mm-hmm. on the door, and I'm like, wait, dude, what, what did you just do? <laughs> I, I like to think that he went in there and he was like, hey, if I pretend that I'm locked inside, I can just wait till everything's good and then be the hero. <laughs> Smart Republican move. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, so he's locked in there. And, uh, you know, uh, and then, of course, uh, the, the, the Kit is, uh, she's trying to escape. 
and she's she's prying open the doors to like the I don't know the living room or the seating room or whatever they rich people call that area of their house and she pulls the doors open and everybody's there what all alive just shooting the shit chatting standing next to the fire and she of course has no idea what's going on uh which is this is the i guess the second reveal that it was all a super elaborate prank uh to demonstrate this business idea that muffy has to turn her parents uh estate into uh, like a murder mystery inn yeah yeah and and the twin thing was kind of true but it's not muffy and buffy it's skip who is not her cousin but her twin brother right um well and, all, like, while all this is going on uh rob is still stuck in the pantry and fucking buck shows up with half his face off and that would have been how the door got closed by the by Oh, maybe. Okay. Right? That makes sense. Uh, and he, he's screaming and yelling. And then uh, <laughs> fucking, he takes off the prosthetic and like slaps it onto Rob's face, who is still losing his mind about what's going on. And then, as, as one would. Right? And then Buck just like slyly pops open the door, <laughs> able to go out, and then Rob's let in on everything that's going on. And, and I like I like to um, while we're watching this whole thing where they're all they're all gathered together about uh, t- you know talking about the April Fool's Day thing. You can before the before Buck pops up, Rob is in the room going like, "Kid, kid, I love you. <laughs> yeah, just, I love you, right. kid." <laughs> uh, we find out that Biff pooped his pants uh, in, in the woods because uh, the snake was not part of the plan apparently. Snake was not part of the plan. We yeah. also learned that not only was like oh so so Muffy, not only was Muffy in on it, but she also had um so the captain from earlier was mm-hmm. a, a, a her fer- her family's ferryman, and the um the constable quote unquote I don't think he was a real was no he real he, I think officer? he no I think he was like her uncle, okay. because after that's kind of revealed, uh Hal being you know that fucking Alex P Keaton that he is. Yeah, you know, like wants to schmooze with him so he can get a job with the with his company because right. you know, Muffy uh is from, you know, money and stuff like that. So anybody who would have been anybody in that family would be directly involved in the, the family business. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so um after Kit and Rob uh collect their you know, their wits about them because they've obviously they've just been part of a horrific April Fool's Day prank. Um Everybody is like celebrating with champagne. What is that song that is playing? Because I've heard that song. And I don't know the name of it, but it's it's so great. I don't even you know. know. I didn't even recognize it. Didn't register with me. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, but they're all like they're pouring champagne all over each other, and I'm like, wasting these it, rich... just wasting it, right? Yeah, these rich white people will tell you. This is just doing away with good booze. Look at all our excess. Spend, spend, spend. Nobody in the future will pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we think that that is the last reveal, but it is not. No. Because <laughs> Muffy is drunk as shit. She's had her. She's had a good night. And she goes upstairs, uh, goes into her room where she finds a present. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this makes sense. Everybody was in the room with me, but I'm, yeah, of course, there's a present. <laughs> so she starts to open it, and it's a jack-in-the-box. Yep. And, of course, she goes to, you know, she's she's moving the little wheel or whatever. The crank. The lever. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, she's waiting, and then she's like, no, no, I can't. No, okay, I got to. And she finishes, and the thing pops up. And as the thing pops up, someone pops up from behind Muffy and slits her throat. And you're like, at first, having not seen this in a while, I said, <laughs> oh, I forgot about this additional twist that somebody was actually, like, somebody in the house is actually a little bit psycho. And then we see who it is, and it's Nan with, yeah. like, slicked back hair. Um, and a fake knife that uh, that, you know, puts out fake blood. Yeah, and then I swear to God, she looks right down the barrel of the camera. Oh, she does, and it says, yeah. it says the it says April Fool. I was legitimately waiting for like a, a shocking lesbian kiss at the end. <laughs> well, she kisses her, but on the cheek. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. You just wanted like the next ten minutes to just be <laughs> <laughs> just just over the credits. <laughs> I, I mean, I could talk about this part for days on end because they cut to um, as the movie ends and, you know, she goes April Fool's, looks directly at the camera and then makes a little face at her. Um, they cut to the jack-in-the-box on the ground and it fucking <laughs> winks. Yeah. What was that? Yes. It goes a little, they go a little over the top. With I the was like, at the hold end on. We've one. just entered a whole new realm with that. Because, <laughs> like, are you saying this is sentient? <laughs> I got to say, too, so I was shocked when I first... That, that's the end of the movie, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was shocked when I first watched this movie with that whole ending because it, it I think it divided people at the time and probably still now because um, I don't think you could do that now. I think having the whole, like, it was all a prank, it was all a dream type ending mm. would make people so angry and i don't think it would fly here's the here i guess here's the thing for or the me. people don't or i should say studios don't think it would fly i don't think they would let that let it get out there no well the uh that it was all a dream trope that bugs me that always bothers me to no end right yeah like dallas or whatever <laughs> or click <laughs> oh, yeah. um but with um with this, it's not everything was a dream. It was an elaborate setup. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a dream. All the stuff really happened. All the fear that, uh, you know, uh, Rob and, and Kit felt towards the end. And we also come to find out all the, the fear that everybody else felt when they were about to be quote unquote killed was real because she, Buffy didn't, uh, sorry, Muffy didn't, um, let anybody in on the secret until 
their you know their time to be clipped was up right and until she quote unquote killed them yeah. right and then she'd say this is what's going on and now i have to hide you away in the the sitting room in the in the you know estate or whatever and uh you know it'll all be revealed at the end okay thanks for being a good sport sorry if i hurt your feelings you know when i implied about that whole heroin addict thing um and you know the the, yeah. the baby tape which does present a few logistical errors, though, or logistical issues, because the, especially the scene with Nikki and, um, uh, oh, my God, Chaz, mm. um, because how much time does she need to explain to Chaz, like, all of that before Nikki shows back like, up and set up that elaborate gag? Don't move. Don't breathe. Don't say a thing. Just cover your junk and it'll look like we cut your dick off. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm on board for the, for the twist. Like, I think it's pretty funny. Um, but I, I do like when I look back at the movie, I'm like, there were some moments that I don't know. There's, I, I think a lot of things would have had to be in place for that to work. Yeah, there's definitely some some timeline issues, and of course, the you also are operating under the assumption that everybody would absolutely go along with this horrendous thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and that I kind of appreciate that Nand uh, seemingly. I mean, she gets her back, right? So I feel like it's it's interesting that Nan is the one that kind of doesn't go along with it or maybe just like, you know, goes off and hides somewhere or says she'll go along with it and really in the back of her head is like, I'm going to get her back. Well, because in all fairness, uh, of all the people, and we don't find out what's up with uh, Art slash Biff slash Tom Chef Wilson, but um, of all the the malicious pranks that are pulled, hers is probably one of the worst if, it's, if she legitimately did have an abortion. Oh, Oh yeah, that yeah. that has to be the yeah, that's the cruelest yeah. for sure. Um, I also want to note too that um, what's interesting to me is that this movie was remade in like 2008. Was and, it? Yeah. Oh. And the remake, it's a it's a straight. I think it's straight to video. But in the remake, uh, spoiler alert, not like it matters. We'll probably never talk about it. But um, the ending of that one is that Muffy is doing her big thing where she's like, oh, the country estate, I get to run it now because of the successful whodunit. And she actually like jokingly points a gun to her head, pulls the trigger, and there's a real bullet in it, and she kills herself um because she doesn't know she thinks it's just like a prop gun okay and then the end of the movie is like oh she she like there's a terrible thing she messed up and she and the country estate goes to her twin um and then at the end the twin is like apparently like driving away from the you know the hearing or whatever mm-hmm. and there's like a slow like sly smile on his face as if like the whole thing was his setup to just get the country estate that just proves to me that they, they can't like they were like, Oh, we can't do this ending where, you know, it's all a gag. Like we have yeah. to we have to do this like we have to still stick to the, the horror thing at the end, which is like so, I, I somebody kind of appreci- has to be legitimately evil is is what yeah. 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 I just kind of appreciated that it was goofy and I get why I totally get why some people would be like, Fuck that. But I don't know. It's it it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Because again it's <sighs> I don't know. It, it, I I haven't seen this this done in the only movie that I can think of that's even kind of like you know it would be in the same kind of vein as the, as far as a twist goes is the game with uh, yes. Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I thought of too. And I actually really like the twist in that too. Yeah. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen. Yeah, get on <laughs> it. Yeah, it's twenty five years old. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> get to it, guys. Watch the game. It's a good Fincher movie. Um. I say that as if they're like in short supply. Like, <laughs> oh, he's only made a couple good ones. Yeah, they're hit and miss. You never know <laughs> with old Finchy. Yeah, they're all. They can't all be Alien Three or whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's April Fool's Day. Um, so Nathan, would you say that this movie was worth a watch, a drunk watch with friends, 
Would would you commit head trauma to forget it or avoid like the plague? Oh no, this is a hundred percent worth a watch, uh, especially if you're a uh, if you're a, a fan of the genre, uh, because it's again, it's not something that's that's done often where everybody makes it out and everyone drives home, you know, successful uh, in a limo, as they say, because these guys are all rich. Um, so. Uh, it's a worth a watch just because of how different the uh, the ending goes. Now, unfortunately, if you've listened to this and you haven't seen it, you know what's coming. You you're gonna have to give your you're gonna have to kind of check your memory at the door because it's a lot more fun not knowing and seeing the twists, and you'll actually get a good laugh out of it. Whereas if you know it's coming, you'll still get the laugh because you'll see it coming. But it's it's not as uh, not as satisfying. And did you experience it being in the dark about the ending? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I okay. I knew that the movie itself uh, had an ending where every where it was uh, it was an all elaborate gag and everybody gets out. Uh, but the uh, you know the the stuff in the story that turned that that made the story go i i wasn't aware of so like the other twin uh the malicious pranks things like that so that kind of helped a bit uh with me knowing that okay everybody's probably gonna make it out at the end and then of course when nan popped up at the end i was like wait a second i thought oh okay you you got me movie you 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 got me yeah, no, I'm definitely right there with you. This is this is worth a watch. Um, unlike that shit we were gonna talk about, right? That garbage. One point twenty one gigawatts. What's a fucking flux capacitor? Come on. Yeah, no, this is a total worth a watch. Um, you know, sometimes we uh, we stumble upon these, um, and they turn out pretty good. It's 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 full of eighties cheese. So there's that. I mean, we've talked about that ad nauseum. Uh, so you'll you'll have a, you'll have a good time watching this movie. Um, and now that you've listened to our podcast, you know how it ends. <laughs> so, you know, disclaimer at the end, rewind your memory, um, go into your local Eternal Sunshine Clinic, uh, <laughs> wipe it away, and uh, watch the movie. But on that note, we are going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. What were they It's time, let's check our cue, baby Pair it with a couple brews, baby We love good movies We love the bad ones, too So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you Oh, yeah Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holds a gratuitous movie It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy At And we're back. Yes, we are. We're back. We're back. And it's time for the low haiku. Nathan, mm. what what is what is I've been wondering. What is a uh, uh low haiku? Oh, fresh from the uh, Eternal Sunshine Clinic, are you? Cuz you ask yeah. every week. 
Yeah. Um, uh, is this a podcast? I'm not it sure. It is. It's one about uh, bad to questionable movies and the low okay, haiku and this section. Week we're talking about April Fool's Day. Let's begin. No, no, no. That's that's happened. Oh, uh, but the, the, to answer your question, the, the low haiku um, is 17 perfect syllables to describe the movie uh, we have just talked about. Uh, and uh, we're going to do it in our best NPR voices. All righty. Uh, would you like to uh, start us off? Mm-hmm. Now, my 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 low haiku is actually more towards the um, the idea of April Fool's Day than the mo- than this movie necessarily. So please do bear with me. Okay. Are you a pagan? Then Happy New Year's to you. Ha! April Fool's Day. Very good. Very good. Thank you to all our wonderful pagans out there. Well, that's that's the story behind a, uh, April Fools is when they yeah. switch the calendars to the you know uh, the Caesars and whatnot. And January became the beginning of the year. Uh, the pagans were still celebrating their. Contrary to uh, popular belief, it did not start with a can of peanuts that was in fact just a snake that popped out. No, no, that 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 tradition came much much later. It was a little lost in translation mm. over the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, here's my haiku. <clears throat> Don't care what you say. Back to the future still sucks. Ha, 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 April Fools. Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We've, uh, we pachinoed this thing. Uh, In the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took like... 55 minutes for the technology to work. <laughs> Fuck you, internet. <laughs> so we talked about this movie. We sure did. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's the thing we did. I don't know why I stumbled there. Um, but what do we always say? Well, Brandon, my friend, we always say... Don't take a word for us. All right, well, we head over to Rotten Tomatoes to see what people are saying. Nathan, how many, or what percentage of critics liked this film? Uh, well, I, again, I'm, I am not in either of these camps, by the way. Uh, 52% of critics like this. Which is like, yeah, which is honestly, like, I know it's rotten, but that's not terrible for like an uh, forgotten 80s. It's a university passing grade, so. There you go. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get further in your career with that grade, um, mm. at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that, but this is the weird thing to me because I thought this other score was going to be higher. But what does the audience think of this movie? The, the audience only gave it a 47 percent out of over 10,000 ratings. And again, I think it goes to a lot of people not digging that twist, mm. and it's, maybe even being angrier when the double twist is also a joke. <laughs> I, 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 it's just, man, uh, again, it's, it's not the same as it was all a dream. Uh, and that's, that's probably the reason why I am fine with the, the way that twist worked out in this, in this flick. I'm actually surprised that I liked it because <laughs> if you, if, if it was described to me as like a horror movie where you think everyone dies and then they don't actually die and it's all, mm. it's all a prank. I just hearing that, I'd be like, no, thanks. Eh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Um, but let's let's get into it. Let's see what the critics are saying. Um, 
Nick Shager of Lessons of Darkness says, I've seen this film before, dot, 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 as an episode of The Golden Girls. Yes. Yeah, the, the, that, the, that was very similar plot devices were used in an episode of The Golden Girls. Uh, so is this like Betty White's head like show up on a shelf or something? It's not like... It's, it's, the Golden Girls is a half hour <laughs> show on NBC, so it wasn't anywhere near as bloody as that. Or as, you know... Oh my god. You know, there there was very little S and M unless they were talking about Blanche. <laughs> Dorothy <laughs> has a twin. <laughs> um, Tim Brayton of Antagony and Ecstasy wrote one of the savviest examples of slasher film self commentary in existence, beating Scream by a cool ten years and a half, seven out of ten. I get what he's going with, uh, although it's not a. Uh, I mean, people, the the people, the characters really died in Scream. It's not the same kind of twist. I don't think it's like a picking apart of the genre as much as Scream is. No, maybe he's just maybe like the idea that it's a a, a comedy horror slasher. Uh, yeah. By the way, looking yeah. back at that first Scream movie, it still totally holds up. Still great movie. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike Massey of Gone with the Twins says. Updating the Ooh. famous Agatha Christie tale uh, with adolescent tricks, sexual innuendo, wrestling under the bed sheets, and bloody violence, the film maintains moderate interest. <laughs> Just like that okay. last part. It maintains <laughs> moderate interest. Indeed. Well, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Uh, from filmcritic.ull. Oh. Uh, from filmcritic. Watch this on a big screen or I'll kill you. Sorry. <laughs> from filmcritic.com. Uh noted quite simply classic horror cheese there you go all right enough of those people let's get in let's 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 talk about the audience all right what do these lunatics have to say all right well um the first one i've got here is from an anonymous reviewer Mm -hmm. and uh they give it to so i'm I'm guessing it's from anonymous the the organization the organization Um, yeah they give it three (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, they give it three out of stars. Um, said an underrated film that usually becomes a topic of debate between horror and non-horror fans. The film is from 1986, so if you weren't there, then you don't know what it was like. Twists slash dreams slash hoax endings were huge, and they were everywhere, including a way to end music videos, TV like Dallas and Newhart, films and commercials. April Fool's Day was marketed as a horror slasher picture against the director's wishes, so the film is tied to reluctance from production. Otherwise, if you take the film for what it's worth, it's an enjoyable ride. The only major gripe I have with the film is the sound. The sound engineer decided to add a constant jet sound to everything. If you are a musician, it is a flange effect, and it is absolutely awful. A serious audio transfer is needed. He went hard on that sound thing at the end. <laughs> um, I didn't know that the, the director was like... Didn't want it marketed the way that... Yeah, that's that's news to me. It kind of makes sense, though, because I think if it was marketed not as a comedy and people went in and got a comedy, and especially with that ending, I could see where the the director might be a bit frustrated. Interesting uh, tidbit. Because uh, it's a tidbit that's interesting. That's right. Um, I experienced something similar with Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Oh, okay. Uh, that movie is hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... However, do you not? Uh, I would not describe it uh, to horror uh, non-horror fans as you're gonna laugh so hard at this movie, right? I, because that you, screening you did. 
right. Uh, I was the only one laughing in the room, and I'm like, guys, come on, this is this is hilarious. But none of them were horror fans, so like the the whole tropes being made fun of and stuff like that was just totally lost to them. And all they saw was this group of teens being mercilessly killed, inadvertently, but yeah. still merciless, mercilessly killed in the woods. I mean, come on, guys. He fell on his own chainsaw. It's hilarious. Start laughing. <laughs> no, that's a legitimately great movie. Rob Marshall, director of Chicago. Yeah. Um, Chris C. So I'm assuming Chris Cuomo of CNN. <laughs> um, Don't ask me about my brother. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot report on that. Please don't make me say anything. Um, uh, Chris Cuomo gives it five out of stars. And he says, this is one of the best whodunit movies I've ever seen. I remember watching this when I was a kid when it first came out and thinking, what a great idea. I'm going to do that when I grow up. Of course, I never did. But I feel like this movie really set the path for murder mystery weekend getaways. Two thumbs up. Guys, don't do what they do in this movie, please. (laughs) Right. Be very upfront about it being legitimately a murder mystery weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. Yeah, don't don't replicate some of these pranks. <laughs> um, James C. I can only assume it's James Cameron. Okay, uh, writes nice twist, but build up was nothing special as character development was non-existent. Two out of stars. I mean, he's not wrong about character development for a lot of them, but it, it, when you have fifty-seven white characters, it's hard to get a grasp on who's who. <laughs> Um, this is, this is a very blunt review, but I liked it. Uh, Graham D, uh, gives it uh, two and a half out of stars. Could have been a lot of fun. Wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, didn't have a good time with that because Andrew G oh, did. Andrew Garfield. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and he, and, uh, he says, uh, one of the most clever, creative and fun entries in the slasher genre, uh, four and a half out of stars. There you go, Andrew, from Spider-Man himself. Yeah. Um, All right, my last one here is from Anna Q, and she gives it one out of stars. Uh, She says, I remember seeing this. It was at a slumber party. I cannot tell you anything about it, but the fact that I recalled this movie gives it an automatic star. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Well. So I'm going to denigrate the rating of this movie because I can vaguely remember it. <laughs> One star. Uh, well, Paul D., I'm assuming it's Paul Dangerously, uh, Paul Heyman's character in WCW, uh, wrote, Too slow and predictable to get any real enjoyment out of it. The scares certainly do not come at a quick enough pace. The cast are mostly unlikable, disappointing to say the least. Two out of stars. I was thinking when you said Paul D, I was like, oh, I hope I get a Paul Dano impression out of him. I want to hear what that sounds like. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the dude. He's like the one of the best friends, like the nerdy best friend from uh, The Girl Next Door. He's in like Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. He's in uh, Prisoners. He's like the weird dude in Prisoners that they think uh, uh, Hugh Jackman thinks like has something to do with his daughter disappearing. Well, those are the reviews. Um, but Nathan, do you have uh, you, you, anything you want to ask us? I mean, it's obviously something you want to ask later, but uh, anything you want to ask right now? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, the whole pandemic stuff, and uh, I just, uh, I, I'm just kind of curious as to, uh, you know, uh, what you're watching, bud. 
Well, I just watched a um, uh, a movie uh, written, which I found out was written or co-written by um, the Dean from Community, to which, which he actually won an Oscar for. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but it's the 2011 movie, uh, The Descendants, starring George Clooney. Oh, I've heard very um, good things about that. It, yeah, it's it's excellent. Um, so George Clooney, his wife is in the is in the hospital um, after like a bad boating accident, and basically he's like trying to reconnect with his kids. Um, it's a very like uh, I mean it's a drama. It's a uh, it's a methodically paced drama. It's it's very good though. And if you like um, Alexander Payne, if you like movies like Election or Sideways or anything like that, uh, his other movies, I think you will really like this. Um, it was a big uh, it was a big awards hit. Um, and again, the Dean from Community co-wrote it and won an Oscar. I, I will say no more. The Descendants, <laughs> watch it today, at home. Order it on pay per view. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Nathan, what about uh, what about you? What you uh, what you watching, bud? Ah, uh, well, uh, well, bud. I actually have been uh, looking into my uh, my Shutter subscription uh, because, unfortunately, a lot of times I find that my my Shutter subscription gets often overlooked because. Really, I'm the only genre fan in the house, uh, with the exception of Cheyenne. Um, but uh, some of the stuff on, you know, on, uh, on Shutter is not necessarily stuff that you want to, you know, expose your little kids to. Apropos, yeah. Well, I mean, she's 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 16, so I mean, she's you know kind of old enough. But uh, I, I watched uh, one. What age were you when you watched Nightmare on Elm Street again? Uh, I was seven. Okay. I was, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I was seven. <laughs> Uh, but I recently, uh, took, uh, another gander at, uh, the movie Mayhem. Okay. Uh, on oh, yeah, Shudder, yeah, yeah. um, with, uh, Steven, Steven Yen from yep. Glenn from Walking Dead. And, and, uh, Samara Weaving. And, yeah, I was gonna say, and not Margot Robbie. <laughs> She's great, though. <laughs> she oh, is okay. really great. The whole movie itself is, is awesome. It's like, um, it's, it's like Office Space meets 28 Days Later. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, and it's it's weird. I know because we're whole, we're going through this whole thing that we're going through with the you know the pandemic, but uh, the idea is that they've uh, that this uh, this rage uh, virus is something that can be uh, contained and abated in you know mere days or something like that. But if there is an outbreak. Uh, places that it happens get immediately locked down. So, um, if I could, I am again. I'm saying it's it is like uh, Office Space meets 28 Days Later with just a little bit of uh, dread or the Raid Redemption uh, thrown in uh, to spice things up. Uh, do yourself a favor, check it out. It's it is on uh, Shutter. It's it's absolutely worth uh, the seven day trial, uh, if not the like six bucks a month for it's, shutter it's really it's really uh cost effective for shutter it's it's a good price for especially you if you like if you're if you're a genre fan because they do yeah. have they would have like you know comedy horrors they have like just straightforward uh horror movies there's uh you know uh, ghosts and, and slasher movies some of them like i think um uh microwave massacres on there i know <laughs> uh even brent uh I've <laughs> talked about that one before. Sure did. Uh, that one's on there. Uh, so I mean, if you're, you know, check out Mayhem. It's on Shutter. I, I really, I can't recommend that enough. 
Yeah, and I'll second that because I think you recommended that to me when I first got Shudder. Um, yeah. And that is, a, that is a really fun uh, horror movie. Yeah, it, Shudder is like, it's like from Microwave Massacre to Dario Argento. Like that's the range of different horror stuff you get yeah. on Shudder. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, all right, well, uh, maybe we should, uh, we should talk about what's coming up next week. Uh, Nathan, if you want to drop us a little hintsky as to what you got cooking in the oven. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'll give you that. Is it Back uh, to the Future? Uh, and uh, <laughs> no, okay. and it, and it, it's and I mean it's 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 not even Back to the Future too. So okay. or three uh, or three. Um, so, but I do have a, I do have a good uh, clue for you, uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get it and double check with it right now to make sure that this is the clue that I'm using. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Yeah, that's the cue. That's the clue that I'm gonna use. You're you're okay with that? <laughs> Okay. All right then. Yep, I'm gonna use it. Okay, bye. You you checked right. it over to Larry and uh, our legal team. I did. I he okay. wanted to be sure that it was okay for me to do that uh, because it does involve an impression and something that might actually kind of give away uh, pretty easily. But uh, and and yes, people, if you're wondering, I am re- referring to our legal team led by Leisure Suit Larry. Okay, right. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's a litigious Leisure Suit Larry these days because he's a lawyer. <laughs> Yes. Lawyer, litigious, leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> My favorite video game. <laughs> okay, uh, so the the hint uh, that I keep, we're keep, we're not getting to is yeah. uh, <clears throat> it's family cubed. All right. Well, uh, and is Montrose Monkington around to say a few things? He is. He is. Just uh, give me one second here. I'll get him. Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Monkington the third here. Uh, still into my hiatus. Um, however, I, I I do appreciate everybody who has been you know taking the time to take at least a peek at my YouTube channel Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, if you you can also swing on over to uh, like a chimp on over to uh, Facebook, be friends with me at Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and friends Facebook group, and then of course you can always tweet at me on the Twitter at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. More later? <laughs> wow, never, never heard that in question before. I, I don't know when the hiatus is going to end for me. I, I honestly don't. Okay. Um, but uh, when you know, there will be people will know. Okay. Thank, thank you. More later, possibly. Fair enough. Thank you, Montrose. You're, you're welcome. Um, well, and then that's going to do it for us. Uh, you can find us all over the place. We are on. Uh, we're on all the podcast apps, but our home base is Age of Radio. Big time. And of course, you can uh, go to ageofradio.org slash what were they thinking, or just go to ageofradio.org and there's some other cool podcasts there too. So check those out. Um, yeah. uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Just search for what were they thinking. Uh, we have a Facebook group, what were they thinking interactive, where you can talk to us. Uh, we just did a poll. I mean, this is a little while ago because we record in advance, people, a little inside baseball for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, we just recently did a poll about the worst accents uh, in a movie, and people chimed in on that. So that was a lot of fun. So you can, you know, ha- hang out with us, talk to us, uh, post shit. There were some hot takes. Folks got stirred. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's, <laughs> there were some Congo takes that got some some uh, uh, reoccurring guests a little, a little hot under the covers there. Yeah, um, but uh, and we are also on Twitter. At, you can follow us at Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast, uh, Patreon dot com slash WWTT Podcast. Get access to some bonus stuff there as well, um, and and you know other other uh, prizes on there or other awards, I guess. 
Um, we're also on T Public and Redbubble. You can check out some stuff there, some merch. Um, but other than that, I think that is it. So, Nathan, I have to ask, do you um, have any questions to finish this off? I, I guess, yeah, I got a couple. I, I mean, I, I mean, uh, with a movie where uh, you know a, a teenage boy is is friends with a with a local crazed uh, physicist, mm-hmm. and, and with a movie where someone builds a time machine out of a DeLorean, and in a movie where a guy nearly bangs his mom but helps his dad fight uh, a guy named art i think i just gotta ask this is heavy what were they thinking joe bad you're crazy joe bad you're loony as hell so long it could have been swell to get Oh, God. We could be dancing till dawn, but you're too weird for work.